Resurrection Assembly of God. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. The 8th of August, 2021. Today's scriptures are Joel chapter 2, verses 27 through 29, and Acts chapter 9, verses 36 through 43. Pastor Armel Fandohan. Before to start everything, I thank the Lord for giving me the opportunity not to preach today, but to worship the Lord with you. Hallelujah. I cannot start without thanking the Lord for the life of Pastor Joseph. There's something I really, really like about him, and I do my best with the help of the Lord to keep our friendship. He has a kind of love, Pastor Joseph, for the Lord, and it is contagious. You cannot be close to him without loving the Lord. Amen. That is really something I love about him. And every time we get together, when I leave, I leave something from him the zeal, the love to work for the Lord, to serve the Lord, and thank you so much for today. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your love. It's not, like I used to say, it's not easy in our world, in America, to find a friend like Pastor Joseph that you can count on him. Somebody who trusts you, who appreciates you, who you are, accept you, is a really right. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Amen. And today, the Lord left a message on my heart to share with you. And that message comes with a question. Where are you with the vision God has given you. If you can turn to someone and say, where are you now? With the vision God has given you. Amen. Really difficult question to answer. Me too, I have the same problem. Every time I ask that question in our church, people will take time to answer. But we read today the words from Joel. And the Lord says something that in the last day I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. Your son and daughter shall prophesy. Your old men shall have dreams. And your young men will receive what? Shall have vision. Let's bow our head and pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for today. Your word is a light. Your word is a healing. Your word is deliverance. Your word is power. As we come together, O oh Lord, to worship you, I claim your Lordship over this service. For your name's sake, 
let your power come down. Let healing take place. Let deliverance take place. Wherever there is darkness, O oh Lord, enlighten us. Give us wisdom. Guide us. In the name of Jesus, we have way. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Resurrection Assembly of God. It is true that one day you and I we will return back to home to be with the Lord. But when that day will come, my brother, my sister, what will be your legacy? What will be your impact on your generation and future generation? I read through the Bible about Solomon, his financial assets, goals. But the only thing that will remain and that pass through generation is what he has done for the Lord. And we call it the temple of Solomon. People will travel to Israel to see just a wall. But where are the gold? Today, we strive, we work hard for financial comfort, financial assets, and we measure our success through our financial level today. The size of our building, house, home, the size of money we have is good. There is nothing wrong about that because the Lord promised that he will give all those things to us. But one day, you and I, we will leave. What will remain? Our gold? Our silver? No. But we need, as Christians today, to strive to leave a legacy. So the future generation, when they come, they can see. University, hospital, are not assigned to preach the gospel. But the only institution authorized, assigned to preach the gospel, to save soul, is the church. Amen? The church. And the Bible declare, your daughter and your son shall prophesy. Amen? Amen? If I try to define, to prophesy, I will say, to speak God's words, to prophesy, to speak God's words, and another section is to predict future events. So I will use the second section of to prophesy for my preaching today to predict the future event. The Lord said, your daughter and your son will prophesy, meaning they shall 
predict the future. But they can do that only if the old men keep their dreams. The dream the Lord has given you. They can predict the future if only the young men continue to work with the vision they receive from God. From God. For every nation, every church, every family, every man, every woman, the Lord has given you a vision. What vision do you have for your church? Where are you with the vision God has given you for your life, for your church, for your generation? Amen? Amen. If I try to define vision, I will say it is the ability to think or to plan the future with wisdom. One of the reasons working with vision is difficult because you need to think, you need to plan about something in the future. Another definition, vision is a mental image for what the future could be. You have an image in your mind of what the future could be. And you need to work on that. It's difficult. It's not easy. And because of that, today, when we face challenges, today, our generation struggles a lot with financial issues, health issues, marriage issues, problems everywhere. We cannot count on our country, our government, but God is our source. God is our provision. And the only thing that will remain is God. So today, if we want the future generation to keep something, it will be our vision. So where are you with your vision today? There is a reason you are listening to me today. You are not here by accident. This church, Resurrection Assembly of God, by the way, I like that, the name you have given to this church. Resurrection Assembly of God. Yes. Amen? Amen. There is a reason Resurrection Assembly of God exists. There is a reason you are part of this church. You are not here by accident. And God said, I will give you vision. I will give you dreams. I will give you prophecy. So the person behind the vision is not you. But it's God. Can someone say God with me? Thank you. You are helping me to continue. Before I finish, I will speak slowly as I can so you can hear me very well. 
Because the Bible says one day, the Lord Jesus went to Samaria and he met a lady. And he started talking with that lady. And there was a resistance. Why? Because of the belief of that lady. She said, Jews are not allowed to talk with Samaritan. But at the end, she was blessed when those obstacles were removed. So today, every obstacle will be removed. And at the end, you will be blessed by the message in Jesus' name. Amen. So let me tell you, a true vision from God consists of three components. Amen? Look at your down. The first one, when God gives you a vision, God will give you the foresight of a vision. The foresight will help you to see ahead of you. Amen? Amen. Also, God will help you for the insight of a vision. What I mean? God will help you to see every detail of a vision. And God will help you. He will give you the insight so you can learn from the future, the past. Use it in the present. Use it for the future. Amen? Amen. Church of God, what vision God has given you for this church? For this neighborhood. What is your vision? Where are you? How can I know that I continue to work on the vision God has given me? How can I know? How can we know that the vision God has given to our church, we continue to work on that? Where do you see men or women? church member, and when they start to talk, they glorify more and more the past. Instead of talking about the future, that means there is no more vision. When people do not have vision, they talk more about the past instead of the future. Because naturally, as a human being, we are comfortable to return in our past when we don't know where the future will lead us to. So we return to the old glory, the past glory. So you will see people, before our church was this, before our church was this, before I was doing this, before I was like this. Where are you now with the future? A man or woman, a church without vision is without future. But we cannot allow, we cannot allow that to happen in our generation. Because God assigned you to do something great for this generation. God has assigned you to do something great for this neighborhood. Amen? Vision is important 
because it is the only thing that will help you to progress. Amen? Why vision? Why? Vision can do three things for you. That's why it is important. Vision, vision, vision can do for you. Vision will challenge your comfort zone. When you are satisfied with what you have now, your current state, when you have vision, it will challenge you not to be satisfied with what you have today. So, the Bible did not say that, but I will try to say that Joel 2, 28, we can say three generations. Son, daughter, parent as young men, and old men. So you can find yourself somewhere. Amen? You can find somewhere yourself somewhere. Old men, yes, no problem. Young men, no problem. Son and daughter, no problem. But try to find someone yourself somewhere. So God said, I'm challenging you today if you are young men. I'm challenging you today if you are old men. I'm challenging you today if you are son and daughters to have vision. Try to build something for the Lord. The Bible declared David tried to build a house for the Lord. It is a vision. He was not able to finish before to die. But he tried hard with his finances. He worked hard. He fought war to escape the limits of the church of God. How are you fighting today? Solomon has the opportunity to build the church of God and he left a legacy impact on future generations. That's why we are here. That's why we are still on earth. If you did not return yet to the Lord, that means you did not finish your assignments. Can you tell someone you did not finish your assignment yet? Yes, amen. Second thing vision can do for you, vision will contradict your present reality. Your life, your church, your marriage, what you are seeing now, vision will contradict. Vision will tell you the best is yet to come. For my life, for my health, for my marriage, for my church, for my finances, the best is yet to come. Why? Vision. You may be sick today, you may be broke today, but vision from God will help you to see ahead of you. Your good health. Salvation, deliverance, better financial states. Amen? Amen. Third thing vision can do for you. Vision will give you opportunity. Amen? Amen. Do you want 
not opportunity, vision will give you opportunity. And I like this story. One day, God will raise a man called Paul. And he was happy when the Lord told him, You will preach before king. You will preach before mighty men and women. And he was so happy. But how did he do it? One day, he was accused by his enemies. They tried to kill him. And he replied, I appeal to Caesar in Rome. And they put him in jail. They said, okay, you appeal to Caesar, you will go to Rome. He said, yes, I prefer to be John there instead of Jerusalem. And he was in jail until he went there. And now the king said, what did they appease you for? And he started to preach. So when God told you, you will preach, you will start a business, you will may think one day somebody will come, will love me, help me. But no, opportunity may come through crisis. So no matter what you are going through today, let me tell you, because of vision, you can see through your crisis. You can see through your problem. You can see through your difficulties, new opportunities. Amen? You can see it because of vision. How do people receive vision? People receive vision through supernatural revelation. Like Paul. He received his vision when Jesus appeared to him. But only 10% of people will have the chance to experience that. 90 to 95 people will be in the category I will quote now. You can receive vision through association and impartation. Because you belong to Resurrection Assembly of God, God will help you to see the vision of your church to embrace the vision, to support the vision. Peter received his vision through association with Jesus. Today, you and I, we talk about Peter, but he received his vision through the church, through his association with Jesus. You can receive your vision because you come to this church. Amen? Another way to receive your vision. You can receive your vision through a deep concern about something. 90% of people receive their vision through that way. You see a problem in the church. You see a problem in your neighborhood. You see a problem around you. And there is something in your heart burning to find a solution. To help that's your vision. Do you want opportunity? God has given you. God can bless you in financing. And you see a burden. You see a problem. You see a concern in the church. In families around you. 
and you decide to use your financing to help. Hallelujah. That would be an example of Dorcas. Act 9, 38. The Bible de- declared she was a lady full of good work. And one day, that lady died. And people were crying. Widows gathered to cry. And they said to men to Peter, they said, come without delay. And when he came, the Bible declared, widows gathered crying. Why? When Dorcas was living, she used to make some coats and garments to help widows. And that good work attract heaven and God decided to record her good work in the Bible today. It crossed generation. It's not about money. But it's just about your love and your passion to solve problems. Beloved, you may not be someone who has the ability to seal or to make coats and garments. But in your church, around you, you may see single family struggling. And God will give you the vision to help them in your church. You may see people who are struggling to find a house, to sleep. It is a concern. It is a problem. Don't wait for a supernatural event. No. And God will touch your heart around you. You may see your neighbors are dying because they do not have Christ. And you promise to the Lord. Every year I will do my best to preach in my neighborhood for 10 people every year. It is a vision. Keep that vision. And one day, the Lord will reward you. The Bible declares, delight in the Lord, and he will give you what? The desire of your heart. John Cass. The only thing, maybe she was a widow, we don't know. And she knows the problem widow face. Because at that time, the only source of income comes from men. Because women do not work like we work today. So when you are a widow, you are in a situation that is difficult. And she decides, okay, let me make some coats and help them. Because of that, after she died, the Lord decided to bring her back to life. Hallelujah. The Lord decided to bring her back to life only because she used to help. She saw a concern. She saw a problem. And she told herself, that will be my vision. So, if your vision 
is to see Resurrection Assembly of God in two years to be a church where the whole Lucas farm, right? Yeah. Will flow to you will do it. Hallelujah. Amen. You can do that. Why? The Bible declares in Isaiah 2. And in the last day, the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountain. Amen? It shall be established as the highest of the mountain. The Bible declares, it shall be established above the hill, and many nations shall flow to it. So, resurrection assembly of God is the mountain of the Lord. So, if you decide that the whole neighborhood will flow to this church, you can do it because it's not your vision. The vision comes from God. Amen. He will back you up. He will give you the finances. He will give you a good health. Dorcas was dead and the Lord decided to bring her back. To heal her. To deliver her from the grave. God can do more than what you expect. If you decide to continue to work on the vision, maybe today you give up on your dream. Many of us, because of our challenge, problem, you give up. You abandon your dream, your vision. But today, the Lord will give you a new vision. Our son and our daughters will prophesy. They will predict the future of the church, the future of Christianity, the future of what will happen in two, five, and twenty years. If you and I will decide to work on the dream, to work on the vision, are you young? You have a new vision. You may not go find a concern, find a problem, try to solve are you old? Don't give up on the dream. Whatever God has put in your hand, use it to advance the kingdom of God. Use it to leave an impact on this church. So after you return back to be with the Lord, people will say like they cry. Weep. When Doka died, we remember that sister, that mom. That brother, that sister, when he was here, there was a great impact. Amen? Amen. You can do it. Vision requires perseverance. It's not because God has given you a vision that everything will go smoothly. God promised the children of Israel, you were slave, you were suffering. But I will give you a promised land that will flow with milk and honey. They were so happy on the way. Wilderness. On the way, no water. And beside that, they got to fight before to possess the land. 
Fight for your vision. Fight to leave a lasting legacy on your church, on your family. They never own. Do your best like Solomon prophesied. Do something for the Lord. From today, find the concern. From today, fight for the vision. And at the end, I can guarantee you, the Lord will reward you on earth and he will reward you when you will go back. In Jesus' name. Jesus, from today, Lord, 
all people who are in darkness, let me see your light. From your word that you said from the altar of resurrection assembly of God, Lord, all the neighborhood will flow to this church. There we come so you can teach them your way. I declare the resurrection assembly of God and all the church members will be light for this city, will be light for neighborhood, will be light in the job place in the name of Jesus. I declare in every resistance, Lord, standing against your words, I break them. Daughter, son, young men, old men, very see new vision. They see differently. And from now, oh Lord, I declare revival start from this church. Revival that will ignite the whole city to flow into this church, to serve you and to confess that you are Lord and you are Savior. Lord, I thank you. Every name shall be provided from today. Every project will be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. The Lord healed Dorcas because of her good work, because of her vision. Today, every sick shall be healed. All who are depressed, Lord, they will be released from captivity. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen.